0: Imagine a year when kids are also, get this, spies.
1: <gasps> <gasps> uh, ex- except, Zach, it's good. What year is that, Sandro? The
0: year is 2001. <laughs> one,
1: one, 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 one.
0: And welcome to Oldie Butter Goody, the podcast where we review movies from 2001 in the order they came out. In my name is Sandro. As always, I am joined by Zach. Now it's been a rough year so far, hasn't it?
1: Um, y- you could say that. Yeah, we've had some um, bumps along the way. I would say,
0: and the bumps were the good movies as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, that that. that. <laughs>
0: In that there's not many good movies is what oh, I'm trying oh, to say.
1: Oh. No, I think the roads just be very bumpy, and we've gotten sudden lulls where we've been like, oh, and then it started back up. Oh, mm. You know, that's what I think.
0: But this week, it's time to talk about a movie that changed our lives forever. How so? <laughs> um, how did how did Spy Kids? I don't know. I just feel like Spy Kids was a pretty big like, taste-changer for me. It's when I realised that I like this sort of stuff. It's when I started to become aware that the movies that I like are good, actually.
1: Oh! You start looking for quality in your movies.
0: And also really, really dumb comedies.
1: Mmm! <laughs> uh, I can tell you how it changed my life. Mmm. Because I loved Spy Kids as a kid. Yeah. I was a Spy Kid kid. I had, like... Game boxes. I got some Spy Kids like box of stuff. Okay. I don't know what it was, but it was like a you signed up for the. It was like the Spy Kids club. Oh. Or whatever right. it was. And you got this box of Spy Kids gadget stuff, which was just like plastic toys. I don't know if I have any of it left anywhere. But I also got a game disc, and I remember playing maybe two seconds of it and getting bored. (sighs) But yeah, I I love Spy Kids. I remember going to McDonald's and they had Spy Kids stuff, and that was the best day of my life.
0: I think I remember that. Was that for three or two?
1: I think it was for two.
0: Yeah. Because it wouldn't have been for one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because the first one, like, they didn't know it was going to be super popular. Yeah. Oh, it might have been for three, actually. Because I remember getting three, like, those spacesuit things they wear and three toys. Oh, yep. So it might have been for three.
0: Either way, massive, influential movie for our li- I mean, even just the mum from Spy Kids.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Well, I'd say even just the dad from Spy <laughs> oh, Kids. Oh, and Banderas as well. Ooh, Banderas. Ooh, what a sexy Spaniard
0: as a young spanish kid as well growing up watching this really put me in touch with my roots
1: mm, in mm. that they
0: say a couple of spanish things in this movie
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was I was going to say as a Antonio Banderas lookalike um that's racist <laughs> what no I was trying to say you look like Antonio Banderas. I? I think that's a fair, nice thing to say.
0: I mean, thanks, but I'm I am not don't. saying all
1: <laughs> Spanish people look the same, Sandro. That's not what I said. I don't know. <laughs> it's sus.
0: But yeah, no, the Spy Kids extended universe. I love it. I still love it. But I was worried, Zach. I don't mm. know about you. I was worried revisiting this movie.
1: Oh, absolutely. I was terrified. Look, I had spent... Years of my life as a child, imagining me being a spy kid, mm. going around with like gadgets, making up things, you know, classic stuff. Just imagining future technologies like um, the ability on a clicker button to open a door on a car.
0: Super, super future tech.
1: Super future tech. So, I, I was terrified that this movie was going to be garbage, and I was going to be like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no, I liked this so much as a child. Yeah, well,
0: I was, because I haven't seen a full Spy Kids film since probably, like, 2006, maybe, but I have seen clips mm. of, like, Spy Kids 3D, and I was expecting that. Oh. I was expecting So Bad It's Good. Oh, but. oh. However, plot twist. I thought this movie holds up very well.
1: Yeah. This is,
0: this is still a really good movie. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Even the technology for for the most parts the the gadgets that they use uh is still like, whoa, that's future tech, you know. Yeah. To us nowadays. Still, yeah. And the CG
0: not a nightmare world. Well, it is a nightmare world because of the mm. flugels or whatever they're called. But mm. they looked pretty good. Even the, the thumbs looked pretty good. I was surprised.
1: Yeah. Now as a kid, I didn't really care for them. But as an adult, I think I'm going to have nightmares.
0: <laughs> You're going to have nightmares now because of the, the thumb <laughs> yeah, thumbs. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's a reverse situation. Yeah. Whereas as a kid, I didn't care. Now as an adult, I'm like, oh my God, those were horrifying.
0: They're pretty terrifying. The lady with, like, half her hair left. Horrifying. Scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. absolutely
1: horrifying. I'm like, why don't you just shave it all off and get Mm. a wig? Yeah. That would make more sense. But but kids movie joke. It's fair. It's fair.
0: And I think, as well, it's the best sort of kids movie in that it's not really trying to teach kids anything. It doesn't get overly wholesome with the, like, oh, it's all about... Because, like, it's about family, but that's... Yeah, it does get
1: very, like... Teachy about family, I would say. Not overly
0: teachy. Especially
1: near the end where it's like they get called up and it's like, we do this together (laughs) as
0: a family. I don't know. There's so many nowadays where they're like, they've got to try and teach the kids something every five minutes. And I'm like, can we just have just dumb
1: stuff, please? (laughs) Can we just watch a movie without having to try and teach our kids something? I know. These damn movies these days trying to teach our kids how to live their lives... I just want to see some gratuitous violence.
0: (laughs) Yeah. This is a pretty violent kids film as well. I like it.
1: Yeah. And it's gratuitous, as in there's, like, thumb minions, which look horrifying if you think about it too much. Don't think about it too much. A,
0: a lot of this movie is quite scary. I'm surprised I'm not as scarred as I probably should have been, mm, watching mm. all these, like, mutants and thumbs walking around.
1: Yeah, again, I'm surprised I didn't have nightmares about the, the fl- flugel people. Yeah. Mr. Floop's uh, constructions because they are terrifying. Good lord, pretty horrifying. And they were once people. What? No, it's good, and we'll get
0: into all of it. We'll go through the plot. If you've never seen Spy Kids before, I mean, without any nostalgia, I I don't know if you should watch it. Maybe it's good without having seen it as a kid. I
1: think it. I think it's a good film. I genuinely was going in here with a very critical eye, Mm. because this had uh, so steered my childhood. But I was thoroughly impressed. Yeah. And I learnt of things that I had not remembered from from my childhood. Like some of the jokes. Yeah, yeah. And some of the CGI that doesn't hold up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's a few (laughs) moments. It's the ones that I wasn't expecting that didn't hold up as well.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, oh, I remembered the 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 flying vehicle. Yeah, but that wasn't too bad. I thought that was pretty good. That
0: looked fine. But the opening shot with the island and the giant CGI castle this is horrible. Mm, I that was probably the worst shot in the movie.
1: Yeah, I I didn't I wouldn't mind that one actually so much. I I was more put off by the sharks. They weren't great. And the helicopters.
0: Anyway, uh, who
1: picked this? I did Yes, and I'm very thankful you did. Ah, oh, of course. you know what? you know what i'll I'll put that one in in like a favor folder and then later on maybe maybe when I'm picking a movie, you can go like, "Hey, can we not?" <laughs> Can we do this instead?
0: Next time you pick Say It Isn't So, I'll, yeah, um, yeah, I'll yeah. try and see you in a slightly different direction. Yeah, right.
1: You just have to remind me that you picked Spy Kids. All
0: right? Mm. But what were the other uh, potential options that I could have gone for? I don't think anything really came close, did it?
1: No. Nothing really... Nothing ever comes close to Spy Kids in my <laughs> books. But um, there was a few. We have uh, Morris Pedros... A Mexican thriller about three stories that are each connected by a car crash. Uh, Someone like you, a.k.a. uh, Animal Attraction, Mm -hmm. Um, after watching Say It Ain't So, nope, just (laughs) gonna... No more
0: Animal Attraction ever. (laughs)
1: No more Animal Attraction, please. But yeah, after being uh, jilted by her boyfriend, a talk show scout talent writes a newspaper segment that gains her national fame. So I don't know why that one's called Animal Attraction. Probably
0: because she's attracted to bad people. Maybe, I don't know.
1: Oh, and the animals! And they're all
0: pigs. They're all pig guys.
1: I hate everything. The (laughs) the tailor of Panama! A tailor played by Pierce Brosnan, reluctantly becomes a spy for a British agent.
0: Ah, so it's him... In the process of filming James Bond four, he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to <laughs> do his fourth one.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a true story. Yeah. Funny that.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, the 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 British agents are just regular talent agents that are like, "You should yeah. really do another one. Come on, we'll <laughs> earn you so much money."
0: And he's like, "No, I don't want to do this one. This is the worst one."
1: Yeah. We have uh, Tomcats, bachelors make a bet to stay single, and then one of them gets into debt and has to get one of the other guys to marry so he can cash in and pay it back. Which does sound like a pretty funny movie. That
0: would be funny, but uh, I don't know, man. The run of teen comedies we've had recently, I just, I don't mm. know. I can't buy into it.
1: Mm, yeah, maybe not this week, Sandra. Maybe, maybe, maybe you should chuck that one in the the future. What? I'm putting that one on the Patreon list. I mean, I I, I will, but <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like a <laughs> it sounds like a very stupid movie. I I don't think that'll be our. Uh, our top 10 movies to watch, but you know, it's on the
0: Patreon list. People can vote for, I guess. So. If we
1: have a need to do a rom com of some sort,
0: yeah, true. Speaking of Patreon, uh, if uh, <gasps> Police Academy 7, Whoa. the final Police Academy movie, we reviewed it. It's up on Patreon right now. Uh, check it out if you want. Patreon.com forward slash oldie pod. They go to Russia in this one,
1: no comment. <laughs>
0: We'll have to listen to find out what we thought of it. Anyway, let's get into Spy Kids. This was released March 30th. It's written and directed by Robert Rodriguez. Now, before this, he was known for doing westerns and horror movies.
1: Well, it does have a kind of western arc for the characters.
0: Y- yeah, yeah?
1: But but it's definitely very different from that sort of thing. So he's, mm. he's branched out quite well. He He's good at just... Picking something
0: and... Doing it. Mm. He does that a lot and I like him for it. Other stuff that Rodriguez has done includes the Sin City movies. Uh, he did Alita Battle Angel. He's done episodes of The Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett.
1: Whoa. He
0: directed Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Uh he also directed the Shark Boy and the Lava Girl sequel that's on Netflix that is somehow good and I don't understand how. I watched it when it came out and I was like, How
1: is this good? Yeah. How is this movie good? I don't understand of it. Of course it's of course it's good because they they embrace it. Yes. Is why. That's right. And once you embrace the chaos, you become the chaos and it's great. But yeah, he's a great director. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He's photo- I didn't realize he did a mm. That's pretty cool. He did he
0: did do Alita Battle Angel.
1: This guy's a this guy's
0: a real real legend, yeah. I'd say. And you know what? A Battle Angel, like live action animes get a lot of hate. That's a it's actually not bad. Yeah, it's an yeah. okay Every-
1: film. Here's the thing. I've never seen it because I was like, ooh, live-action animation. But then everyone said it was really good. And all I did was post memes about her eyes.
0: Oh, the eyes were pretty weird. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The eyes were... Not the weirdest CGI choice that Robert Rodriguez has done, though, because he also made Sharkboy and Love. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, let's be real. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, wow. Yeah. I, need, uh, I need to go watch that film then. I might like it more than I thought. It's
0: pretty good. Unfortunately, won't get a sequel, uh, probably, because it didn't make any money. But
1: um, it was pretty good. It's pretty good. Oh, really? Oof. For the
0: cast, Alexa Vega is Carmen Cortez. Uh, She would have been 10, 11-ish while filming. Uh, She's Mm. also in a teen comedy called Sleepover. She's done some other Robert Rodriguez movies. She's in Sin City 2. And she's in Machete too, as well, which is a mm. kind of spinoff of Spy Kids.
1: Oh yeah, because they have it's it's weird because it's Machete from this film. I remember those existing. I've never seen them.
0: Oh, they're great. Yeah, I love them. I love them so much. I went on uh, the Crooked Table podcast, Robert's show, to talk about them.
1: Wow, two years ago now.
0: They're pretty fun. They're pretty good.
1: Are you saying you should go check that out? Go go to your local podcasting app right now? Stop listening to this? Go chip that. No.
0: Exactly. I can link that in the episode description for sure. There you go. I think she was really... Like, we've talked a lot about child actors. And that's the thing. As we're going into the, the, mm. the early 2000s, child acting does get better.
1: Yes. Because they actually realize. oh, wait. Children can act, we've just been thinking they can't. Yeah. We should probably find some that can act. And they found some good ones right here. Yes.
0: She does, her insults are bordering on bad. Mm. When she calls her brother, like, you booger or something. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cringy." But that's also the point. So it's fine.
1: Yeah, like they, they, they fight a bit. But then but then they get along in the end. And I feel like that's that's pretty great. Yeah, I was more um, surprised by the, the, the younger kids acting. Junie. Uh, Judy. Junie yeah, Cortez. Because yeah. yes. he's even younger, right? So I was expecting her to be good and him to be garbage.
0: Yeah, he's like eight-ish,
1: maybe, I think?
0: Yeah, he's played by Daryl Sabera. He's also in Polar Express. Uh, he's in Rob Zombie's Halloween. He's in the TV show Weeds. He is currently still doing stuff. He voices Heat Blast in the new Ben 10 TV show.
1: Oh, damn. He's part yeah. of Ben 10 as well? That's pretty great. Well,
0: because he would have grown up with Ben 10, like, yeah, like oh, how absolutely. we did. So, yeah. He looks pretty different now growing up as well, though. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is. I look at him and I'm like, <laughs> whoo!
1: <What? laughs> yeah, that's how age works, Sandro. <laughs> what? Don't know if you know.
0: I, I was not aware.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry to inform you, but age, um, people uh, grow up. Wow, I don't believe it. I think it's all a lie. Yeah, because you did not ha uh-huh. <laughs> Except now you look more like Antonio Banderas.
0: Speaking of Antonio Banderas, he plays Gregory, or Gregoro. I just call him Greg.
1: Gregorio!
0: He plays the dad. He was well-known at this point. He was uh, already doing yeah. Interview with the Vampire, Desperado. He was mainly known, though, yeah, for, like, adult movie. Well, not adult
1: movies, but, like, Whoa. adult skewed movies. Whoa. I didn't know that. Um, well, also, he, he played Zorro. I mean... Fucking, there's that's There's Zorro right there. But, uh, yeah, no, still still out there, still acting. Good on him. I'm a big fan of Antonio Banderas. Mm. I've loved him in literally everything he's ever done, even if it's been bad.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that he was going to be in Indiana Jones 5, but apparently he is. That's cool. Oh.
1: Uh
0: Carla Guino plays the mum, Ingrid Cortez. Uh, she was in stuff before this, but this was the big kind of breakout role for her. Um, she's also in Night at the Museum. She's in Watchmen. Yeah. She's in a really good horror film called Gerald's Game and the best horror TV show of all time, The Haunting of Hill House. She's the mum in that as well. Mm. Um, I will forever know her as the mum from Spy Kids.
1: Yes. That's just what I call her. (laughs) I call her the mummy from Spy Kids. The mummy from Spy (laughs)
0: Kids. And Antonio is obviously the daddy from Spy Kids as well.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, he's just daddy. Don't Mm -mm. you worry.
0: (laughs) What an iconic (laughs) bunch of characters.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, but these uh, what a great cast. They're really good. And it's surprising how well, like, the kid acting holds up. Yeah. And just the whole movie in general.
0: And also, the kids, not to compare it to a particular fourth entry in the Spy Kids franchise, mm. but,
1: like, the kids feel like they're actually siblings,
0: and the family feels like they're
1: actually a family, unlike that film. Yeah, yeah, because they're a bit, like, clunky, you know? Which yeah. is, like, how a family should be. They don't always get along... You know who I want to wanna talk about? It's Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming. That's who I wanted to skip to. I'm skipping over an actor or two.
0: He was the next one in my list. It's fine.
1: <laughs> oh, there you go. Because I thought he was great. Yeah. I thought he was really good. As uh, Fegan Floop. I got big sort of Willy Wonka vibes. Yes.
0: He is the actor that, like... Because they keep rebooting Willy Wonka. It's like Johnny Depp yeah. and now. It's Timothy Chalamet. It should have been Alan Cumming. Yeah, and he's yeah, the absolutely. only one who should have played Willy Wonka ever. Yeah, yeah, aside yeah. Aside from the original actor.
1: Yeah, because like he just has that sort of like he he does a perfect vague genius, mm. like crazed genius. Like he's a genius, but he's constantly like zoning out. Yet he's sort of the the way he lounges yeah he doesn't really care what's going on he's just looking for you know his next project his next thing it's like exactly willy wonker s yeah
0: and he's also a psycho killer just like oh, absolutely. that's what willy wonker is he's a child murderer
1: uh he eats people for sure yeah there is no doubt in my mind that Willy Wonka has had human flesh before. Exactly. And I could believe that Alan Cumming has eaten human flesh. I'm just saying.
0: Other cast members, Terry Hatcher is Miss Grandico. She's uh, Lois Lane in the Lois and Clark TV show, and she loses her hair in this movie. Popular comedian Cheech Martin is Felix, the fake uncle. He's in there for a bit. Again, known for more adult oriented comedies, like stoner comedies, so it's great to see him in a kid's thing. Another person who I'm like, why is he allowed to be on the set of a kid's movie is Danny Trejo, playing Machete. Yeah!
1: He's in this kid's film. Sure. I love him just popping up in kids' films. I think that's fantastic. This
0: film has 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Super high critic score. Super high. The audience score, though, 46%. A lot lower. What? 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb as well. But here's the thing. Yes, very negative. I dislike it. But here's the thing, though. Those are retrospective reviews. That's the audience looking back on their childhood and probably being like, I oh, saw so this as a kid, and now I'm like, I don't know, I don't like it, which is fair enough. But to get a true audience rating from the year 2001, only one place exists to get that from.
1: There's other places other than Rotten Tomatoes.
0: <laughs> that is the Cinema Score. Hasn't been changed since like the opening box office weeks or whatever, you know.
1: Mm, that's true. What do, what do they think?
0: It's an A on Cinema Score.
1: Ah, very nice, very nice.
0: Very high. So audiences liked it at the time, critics liked it at the time, people who are rating it now on things, I don't know what they're on.
1: Yeah, oh, uh, no, okay, so here, here, here's the thing, I have to go through those reviews, I was fucking pissed <laughs> off reading these. It's like, one guy's like, as an adult, I really didn't enjoy that." no shit, it's a kids film, <laughs> you fuck, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Oh, the CGI doesn't hold up as well. Yeah, no shit. It's from two thousand and one. <laughs> God damn it. No CG from two
0: thousand and one holds up.
1: And I thought it was actually pretty good CGI. It's better than like even the bit, even the bits where I noticed it. I was yeah. like, wow, this actually holds up really well. What
0: are the CG heavy stuff? It's pretty much just this and Monkey Bone that, that we've done so far this year. It's got lots yeah, of CG. Yeah,
1: I think Monkey Bone is like it. It looks better mm. than this. Well, yeah, Monkey Bone visually is definitely superior that except like because i think monkey bone has a lot of practical effects though as yes well. not that this film doesn't doesn't have practical effects i think they're both quite visually spectacular yeah but this one uh has the advantage over monkey bone because it's a good movie yes
0: um and also with this one and with all of Robert Rodriguez's Nightmare CGI world movies, they're meant to look like a dream. They're meant to look kind of disturbing and weird. Mm. All right, this movie cost $35 million. What do you think it made? In the worldwide box office, I
1: think. Ooh. Well, I'm as someone who was affected by it, it must have done pretty well, because we're down here in uh, good old Australia, where yeah. nothing... Nothing ever happens. In so.
0: 2001, we got movies six months late all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. We still get them fucking four months later for some godforsaken reason. Why did we have to wait that long for June?
0: Oh, yeah, we did have to wait a really long
1: time for. What was up with that? What? The heck was wrong with that? All the memes were stale by the time we got them.
0: Ah, we got Spider Man No Way Home three days early though, and we
1: could spoil it all mm. for those Americans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good when it happens to us when we get things <laughs> yeah. first, but it's bad when they get them first. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, anyway, I think it's. I'm gonna go 175. That's oh, my guess. Pretty close. Pretty close. Ah, uh, yeah.
0: Made one just under 148 million.
1: One forty eight. Okay. Yeah. 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 Nice.
0: And like with the sequels as well, I think they all kind of cost the same amount, and they all pretty much made the same in the box office. Really, really. And, uh, all throughout. Maybe three cost a little bit more and made a little bit less, but two's pretty much exactly the same.
1: Yeah. What about what about four? We don't talk How about much?
0: four. <laughs> I think four was actually cheaper. Yeah. well, I wouldn't be surprised. I still haven't finished that. Maybe Patreon. Maybe we'll have to do all the sequels.
1: I would be down, actually. If 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 the cost of, of watching four was that we got to watch the other two mm. I feel like they would outweigh the, the terribleness that is four. Oh.
0: When you walk through an art museum, what happens? You see some interesting things, you see some not so interesting things, (laughs) and if you're like me at all, you're probably a little bit sleepy. Well, grab a cafecito and listen up. It's Art Slice, a palatable serving of art history. I'm Russell Shoemaker. I'm Stephanie Dueñas. We are not your daddy's
1: art history podcast.
0: (laughs) We are both artists, so we look at art history through that perspective. We cover the artists you know and those that have been ignored for so many different reasons. We look at the context of the time, we compare it to today. We don't dumb anything down, but, and this is a big but, we like to have a good time, okay? Nos gusta to goof around, (laughs) all right? We have hungry pantry (laughs) bonds that might startle you. It's a long story. We we feed them our materials. Art is just a visual language, so in order for us to interpret what we think it's saying, we hijack the work. Right. How do you like that for an art heist? Exactly. And ultimately, we decide if it belongs in our Art Slice Museum on top of the Art Slice Hilltop. So So if this all sounds good to you, join us on Art Slice a palatable serving of art history. Alright, we should jump into the plot of Spy Kids. Uh, it's actually quite a simple plot, but who knows how long it's going to take. Honestly, who knows? Because I want to mention every single detail, including the Troublemaker Studios logo. As soon as that came on screen, I was like, oh, the boy with, like, the hat and he's Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I haven't seen movies so much with Troublemaker Studios. Do they still do stuff nowadays?
0: That's just Rodriguez's company. So I think he did um, the We Will Be Heroes shark boy and lava girl sequel
1: yeah 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 i'm wondering when was the last time i saw one of his films
0: and the first note i wrote down was oof that cg house on a cliff looks bad Mm. (laughs) but it's not bad it's just like dated that's all it is yeah
1: yeah yeah like if they made it nowadays they could have polished it up a bit better it everything that was cgi back then always had that sort of shine yeah on it, Really shiny. It was, like, way too shiny for the object that it should be. And mm. it's like, ah, why? Why why make it so shiny? Because they, they just didn't get the lighting quite right back then. They didn't They realise. They just they overcompensated, I feel. Although the helicopters weren't too bad.
0: The helicopters weren't bad, but they also didn't have shadows, which I think is what makes yeah, the helicopters yeah. weird yeah but, yeah, like it's the same thing as like uh age of Empires Two or something. It's kind of like that level of graphics where it looks good, but there's just something off about it.
1: I love the uh Spanish music play. oh, I love the music of this as they they tell the story of how the parents got together, yeah, and I was like, this is a bit on the nose, you know. <laughs> Because the the mother's really like going into heavy detail (laughs) about like how you know of this woman. It's like this kid's definitely figuring this out by the second telling of this story that it's their mum.
0: Yeah, because she's like, this woman was a spy, and she met a Spanish other spy. She was American, and he's Spanish. It's not us though. It's it's not your parents. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, not your parents. It's not different us. people.
0: I liked how um in the story, because she sent to kill Antonio Banderas, mm. that's the spy's mission. And she just like keeps changing like wigs and outfits for no real like she doesn't have to change outfits. Well,
1: no, but it's it's a whole I, I think it it looked visually it was pretty fun. Oh, I think it was great. Although she did choose a rather vibrant red outfit at one point and I yes. think you're you're pointing it out. Although that could be the hiding and playing sight effect.
0: Well, he does n- notice because he's also yeah. been sent to kill her. So he's been tracking her the whole time. And then they fall in love and get married.
1: Yeah, I like I love the the little scene where she goes up the elevator, pops the door open and Antonio Banderas is right there like, "Hi." You're here to kill me. <laughs> yeah. As he like grabs the photo out from uh her her jacket and then he like pulls out his photo. It it's great because it's great visual storytelling. Yeah. Oh definitely. Because you don't hear what they're saying because the mum's telling the story. Um so they don't show you with words, they show you with actions. And it's great, like, he pulls out the photo of him, he pulls out the photo of her, he like tucks them back into his shirt, he put, he puts the elevator to ground floor, he yeah. pays bye-bye, and the door closes. It's good, it's good. Great stuff.
0: And then, yeah, we get the wedding scene where the wedding is interrupted by um, helicopters, and they've got to jump into a
1: boat. Their helicopters didn't look great, but, you know, it's fine. They're definitely not the worst CGI of the film, and it was just like, something as a kid I didn't notice was some of that CGI, not whereas now I'm like, oh, that's definitely CGI right there.
0: Yeah. You know. I wonder if you showed this to a kid now, if they would think the CGI holds up. I-, I don't
1: think kids' eyes really can tell. Mm. I don't think they care. That's the thing. I think you... I think kids are smart. I think they can notice. Especially if they've watched a lot of films with CGI that is good. Like, nowadays CGI.
0: That's it, because we had nothing to compare to back then. But yeah, these yeah. kids if nowadays... You, if they've yeah.
1: already done that. Like, if you showed it to a kid before they've seen other films, you could get away with it.
0: So we then see uh, that the parents actually did not give up the spy life, as the spies in the story did. They are still spies, as they're having a chat. And then the dresser that the mum's in front of turns into a spy screen. Do-do-do! Pretty metal.
1: And this sort of spy tech still sort of holds up because even nowadays it would be you could probably do it which is pretty cool mm. but like that whole like typing on some uh makeup and then the mirror turns sideways and suddenly it's a computer, it's computer screen. i think you could do that nowadays actually with like a a one way mirror which is cool but like it would be hard and inexpensive to do unless you were like a super secret spy
0: yeah the parents work for the OSS, mm. which was an actual like it's like a it's like a spy thing during World War Two um, that was shut down after a couple of years. So yep, yeah, mm. great. But they both work for the same spies, even though in the you know originally they were from uh, competing kind of spy teams. I guess in this world, there's world peace, maybe.
1: Well, yeah, unless you know. Floop isn't stopped, you know. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Maybe the reason that they're in a world of world peace is because they have fantastical spies like Antonio Banderas and, um, Mummy. <laughs> 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 yeah, use that one against mm, you, Sandra. I don't like it. Now you don't like it. I
0: don't like it, actually.
1: <laughs> I was wondering if they were going to keep that whole, like, we're not a spy thing Mm. but like it immediately goes into oh we're spies we can't let the kids know yeah sort of thing so that was a interesting thing that i was like i couldn't remember if they try and keep up a facade or not for the audience
0: that is interesting as well because the kids aren't really the the main characters until like 20 minutes in (laughs) as well Mm -mm. it's very much the parents movie which is probably why i preferred the sequel when i was younger
1: i wish they had more of a the only thing i wish they had is more of a like The kids are secretly being trained to be agents.
0: Yeah, we get one sequence when they're on the playground, and that's about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, so they have an indoor playground at their house, and it's like, every morning they have to do, like, exercises in there, and the kid's like, why do we have to do this every morning? Mm. We already have PE. Exactly. So it's like, I'm like, ah, because they're secretly being trained to be spies. But we don't get anything else from that.
0: Not really. That would have been good, actually, yeah. Like, they have to go through, like, drills or something before they go to bed.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that.
0: Sweep the room for bugs or something, I don't know. So, yeah, what the kids are doing, we've got Carmen, she's quite, like, you know, she's skipping school. Mm. Something's up there. She's been a bit rebellious. And we've got Junie, he's got warts on his hand which I completely forgot was a part of this movie. Yeah, He's got warts on his hand and he's also got no friends and he loves a TV show, but his dad is like, that TV show's a little sus, because those mutants that I'm seeing on screen look a lot like my old spy friends who've gone missing. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Now, I definitely had, uh, like, how does he make that connection, like, instantly? I'm not... I'm not sure. I mean, maybe it's it's just a happenstance connection that he makes because his kid is watching it and he's looking at the photo and then he's like, hmm, that's weird. That guy almost looks like that.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I thought that later on maybe that Mission Control knew well, that that was already happening, but then it's revealed, of course, that they were bad guys. So maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm not sure. Maybe not.
0: Although they want the third brain and they know that Antonio's... Got it. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, what's her name? The bad spy lady. She was putting them on a path. I'm I'm not sure.
1: Well, they didn't know know that the third brain existed. They just want to capture the scientist so they can make it. But then they're like, oh, the third brain's still around. Oh, goody. But yeah,
0: we get that. We, We also get the scene where Juni shows off his fantastical powers of being a mimic.
1: <laughs> I don't know how
0: he does that. He's pretty good. But like like my questions are when his voice eventually breaks, can he still do that? Is it maybe just a kid thing?
1: I think it I think he can't because I don't remember it in any of the sequels, so I think uh, <laughs> well, true. So I think his voice breaking breaks it
0: think his voice breaks before the third one, actually. So, yeah, and I can't remember him ever doing it in the third film. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Good
1: point. I don't remember him doing it in the second one, but I'll have to watch it again. Mm. To, uh, maybe maybe for a for some sort of Patreon episode. Maybe for Patreon.
0: That could be our summer series. Instead of Transformers, we could do Spy Kids movies. That'd mm. be more fun than Transformers. That's true. That would be more fun. But, yes, the mimic powers are weird, a very strange choice, yeah. but I like them. No one questions that he can perfectly <laughs> mimic any human
1: voice. <laughs> yeah, like, kids do the mimicry all the time, but his is superhuman level. Yeah. Like, they just took a recording of the actors playing it and play it back when he's doing it. Like, I don't know how the actor did it, yeah, but um, it's pretty impressive. But yeah,
0: the dad's like, got to investigate this TV show. We cut to Floop Castle, uh, where the TV show is filmed. Yeah. We see the horrifying Thumb Thumbs uh, walking around. They look quite dated, but they're good. Um, Yeah,
1: they're they're iconic, the Thumb Thumbs.
0: I did notice, though, that it is very much like the same kind of three animations Mm. that's just repeated throughout the whole movie. Like, every time a Thumb Thumb gets shocked... With like an electrical pulse, it's the exact same thumb, thumb getting shocked, just kind of repeated.
1: I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that so much. I was just sort of impressed that they didn't look super garbage. Mm. They were probably the best CGI thing that they had. I'd say so, yeah. They, they definitely touched them up a lot. Definitely, if I looked back after you pointed it out, I'd probably be like, oh, they're all using the same animation. But at least they, they put the time and effort to make them look good. Like, they didn't look shiny or whatever, you know. So I was surprised at how well they looked. They're not... The best I've ever seen, but they looked decent enough that I was like, oh, that's not bad.
0: They're pretty good. They're pretty good. Uh, um, Yeah. Like, to compare them to what, Star Wars, which is four times the budget? Yeah. 2001, that, that that would have been Attack of the Clones. Some of the CG in this movie looks better than Attack of the Clones. Oof. And it's a fourth of the budget. So, you yeah. know, yeah,
1: they did a pretty good job. I forgot the thumb thumbs were robots. Oh, they are robots. Yeah, because we see them being constructed. I, I, I completely forgot about that. I thought they were, like, mutated things, like the, the floop people. That's what I had in my head canon, that those were fleshy, thummy things. But they're robots.
0: If you haven't seen the movie as well, we should probably explain how everything looks. The thumbs are walking thumbs, but they also have thumbs. Mm. Aside from the nurse,
1: who's mm. a finger. No, I think it's thumbs as well. I think she's, like, just very thin- Lady thumb, A thin thumb? I'm glad you also took note of the nurse.
0: And then there's the flugs, or Mm. the floops, whatever they're called. They are nightmare creatures.
1: Yeah, they're just people that have been mutated into, like, nightmare child characters. Like an imaginary friend that a child would have, but horrifying, monstrous, warping...
0: You know, I like the design. It's like super messed up Teletubbies. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Or they're <laughs> really? like meant to be a kid show, but they're also just horrifying. Uh, and yeah, Mr. Floop, he
0: is making these robot children to sell to the bad guys who want an army of robot kids to take over the world. Now, these robot kids, they're almost finished. They can't quite talk. Because uh, they they don't have a brain, and they need the third brain, which is this thing that Antonio Banderas and a bunch of spies were working on, which I guess is, like, artificial intelligence?
1: Yeah, the third brain is just an artificial intelligence. Because, yes. obviously, even nowadays, they're trying to make, you know, artificial intelligence, algorithms, other things. Like, that's a number one thing, and we still haven't done that. So something like that would have been coveted technology.
0: mm So that's what they're trying to find, to put inside the brains of these robot kids and then use them to take over the world, the evil plans. Also, he calls them Spy Kids, which is the name of the movie. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha!
1: What are we? Some sort of Spy Kids squad? I went, oh,
0: when he called them Spy Kids. But also, it kind of does the uh, Robocop 2 joke where... They reference, like, selling the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, I think it's a bit different than that, because it's also... Because the movie Spy Kids is about two kids that turn into spies. It's not about robotic spy kids, right? So it's sort of like a, a joke n- name drop of the movie, because he's naming... The things that aren't the subjects of the movie, the Spy Kids, right? The Spy
0: Kids, yeah, that's true.
1: It's a, it's a little, it's very meta. Very, very, very meta. I was like, ah, oh, you're a funny director, man. There you, you done a silly day. I like that.
0: So Benderis is like, all right, time to go investigate the missing agents. I'm pretty sure it's this TV show. I'm going to head over to the TV show. Mm. But I'm just going by myself. But then the mum's like, take me with you.
1: Banderas is like, hey! I don't, I don't know if I want to do that. And then she's like, "Yeah, but here's some sexy Spanish."
0: Sexy Spanish whispering, and he's like, "All right then."
1: Ooh, if you put it like that.
0: They call over the uncle to babysit and head off. Uh, but while they're heading there, they get captured because turns mm. out the people they're working for might not actually be on the right side. Dun, dun, dun.
1: Yeah, no, they had the um the whole like uh first off, their car's great. Oh. I love their their gadget car cuz one it presses the clicker and uh it opens the door of the car.
0: Automatic door opening, it's the future. It's the future.
1: Second off, that their, their spy car is just like a family car. Yep like Which that. I thought was very funny.
0: Well, because it has to be, because then it turns into a submarine. So it's got to be, like, large enough to turn into a submarine. It can't just be, like, a Ferrari.
1: I feel like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, back in the day, their spy cars would have been Ferraris, but now their spy cars are family cars, <laughs> because they're a family, which is kind of funny. It is good. But also... It's still kind of cool when it turns into a car because they drive off a cliff they and drive off a cliff die. I liked that. I think as a child, I even had that morbid thought of when they're like they like hold hands and then drive <laughs> off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is this a packed suicide? Wow. You were quite emo when you were younger, thinking that. No, I didn't I didn't think that as a child. I didn't think that as a child. As a child, I'm like, oh my god, are they going to die? <laughs> as an adult, I'm like, oh my god, are they doing a pack suicide?
0: Yeah. They're captured, not great. As soon as they're captured, alarms go off inside
1: the house. And the uncle is like, oh no... Kids, quickly, grab these bags, we're going, there's no time to explain. He lays down some exposition,
0: and he's like, Uh, kids, your parents have been lying to you your entire life, your parents are actually spies. And Carmen says, my parents can't be spies, they're not cool enough.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I wrote that one down as well. (laughs) Oh, I also wrote down Judy saying, is this a fire drill? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. It's like, Judy, houses don't do fire drills. Yeah, they, they, well, maybe they did. Oh, maybe they, they also, do. You know, they're... Yeah, because they they do all the uh, secret agent stuff. I like the the uncle's like, oh, yeah, and by the way, I'm not your real uncle.
0: Yeah, and he tears off his mustache. He's like, yeah. I'm a spy.
1: Which, which, uh, oh, I forgot to write it down, but earlier he says when, when the uncle first arrives, the mum's like, oh, thank you for coming on short notice. Mm. And the guy's like, Oh uh, yeah, don't worry about it. That's what family's for, or so I'm told. Ah, and I was like, I didn't pick up on that. Smart. I didn't even pick up on that as an adult till till it had all happened. It was revealed he was wasn't the uncle, and I was like, oh wait, I remember what he said earlier. I like that because he's not actually their family, and I realized that now. And I was like, ah, oh, that's a that's a cheeky thing. So he puts
0: them in. How would you describe it it's like a yellow submarine a yellow submarine it's for spies a
1: yellow submarine
0: but oh no he then gets captured by the ninja thumbs that burst through the door
1: now 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 here's here's the thing here's the thing right his whole plan is they gets them to the safety pod yes which is automatically going to take them to the safe house um but he's intending to come with them. But then he goes back to, I don't know, uh, get captured, I guess. And then, oh my god, he gets captured by the Thumb Thumbs. Oh no. But we we see the Spy Kids, they like, communicate with him, and he's like, oh yeah, push the buttons. But, 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 I want to point out, the Spy Pod, Mm. the Escape Pod, Mm. is very specifically built for two children.
0: Yes, it is. Because it's made to sell toys for
1: kids. (laughs) It doesn't have space for an adult human along with the two kids in it. It has two small beds. Yes. And two small chairs for driving the submarine. Yes. That are kid size.
0: And the roof is kid size as well.
1: Yep. I have a feeling either Felix was going to be like cramped in there and be like, ah, crap, I'm having a terrible time or Felix was never going to go with them. I definitely feel like... Uh,
0: I I hope he's not claustrophobic, because if he did go with them, he would be, like, yeah. just really cramped in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah it would have been awful. But, also, Submarine Pod... Very cool. Oh, I, I love, love the it. details. I love the details in this film. The the, the, the detail, the devil's in the detail, and the, the devil's pretty good here, because, oh my god, they have, like, little beds. Yeah, they have, beds. like, a microwave for uh, making some
0: food. Uh, I, th- I think it materializes food, the microwave. It's like one yeah, of those, like, well, spike, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, Star Trek things.
1: It's, yeah, I was about to say, it's like literal future tech if they put in a tiny little packet, Mm. microwave it, like, for 10 seconds, and boom, it's an entire burger meal. Yeah, Um, it's great. I like that. Oh, and it's also got a toilet that announces
0: when it's flushing your poop.
1: (laughs) Yeah, now flushing your poop. And that's a a classic uh, question on any craft, is where do you go to the toilet? Well, we didn't even see the first toilet in Star Wars until
0: The Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. That was the first time we ever saw a Star Wars toilet. Spy kids, straight out the gate, Here's where our toilet is.
1: Yeah, and I was like, wow, this has, this has thought of everything. Yeah. I was very impressed.
0: I did have questions about the moment when they shoot out of the house. They're chased by yeah. Thumb Thumbs on the boats.
1: They have a bit of a boat chase. Yeah, a
0: solid boat chase, and there's an island that's kind of coming up really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah So yeah. they're like, well, we're in a submarine. We'll go down and under the island through a perfectly made hole yeah. through the island perfectly made for our submarine it's like a circle and the submarine is like this small circle pod just kind of slots in there it's good
1: well yeah they 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 turn on the autopilot by accident they turn it off and then on again both by accident yeah um in this chase scene which luckily saves them from being you know pulverized on the rocks But I I did write down, oh, thank goodness there's a perfectly sized (laughs) hole underneath that rock. Otherwise, those kids would have died. But also, it could have been that that was hollowed out specifically for their submarine so they could make a, like, stealthy getaway. I
0: I think that's what it was for, yes.
1: Yeah, but it's it's very funny the way things played out, that there was just this conveniently sized hole for them to escape and not die on the rocks too.
0: So they head to the safe house, but Junie's like, "Safe house? That looks more like an outhouse." <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> good, good joke. I I also wrote that one down. Yeah.
0: Oh, I need to get up Carmen's full name because it's quite funny.
1: Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. because the the door is like. Mm. Uh, 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 please state your full name and she's like uh, Cartman Cortez and it's like please state your full name oh here it is she's like well I don't use my full name it's too long and it's like please state your full name say and it like,
0: say it and she's like Carmen Elizabeth Guenita Echo Sky Bravo Cortez I like that name because it's like Carmen great first name yeah Elizabeth fantastic classic second name Juanita, great name, Echo,
1: Sky, Bravo? Well, it's almost, it's almost like their parents just gave them a code in their name. What came first,
0: the lock or the kid? Is the kid named after the lock, or is the lock named after the kid?
1: No, I think her name was like Elizabeth, Juanita, Cortez, and then they just added Echo, Bravo, whatever in there yeah, maybe. when they made the door. Mm. And told their child that that was their name so that they would remember. What you're
0: saying is, the like, that's probably what happened. But what I like to think happened Uh, is when they first got the safe house, it came with, like, one of those pre-made passwords. You know how, like, when you make an account for something, it emails you through your password, and then you you, you you go in and change it. Gotcha, it's usually, gotcha, like, gotcha. random numbers and letters. Except the password for the safe house was her name. And they were like, mm. we could change it, or we could just name our kid this and never forget the password for the safe <laughs> house.
1: Yeah, yeah, but what are the chances that it ends in Cortez? Maybe it's just the Echo Bravo thing in the middle of her name that's actually the only thing you need for the for the part for the password
0: yeah exactly
1: and they just are like we could change this or we'll just put it in the middle of our child's name <laughs> so that they can remember <laughs> it
0: never forget it that's funny, exactly which probably means their pin code is in junie's name
1: yeah yeah. his
0: name is probably like junie emilio 1439 Cortex. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah but yeah the safe house super iconic they've got emergency cash from every country
1: Mm, that was good and i liked that cortez was like all of it mine now taking it
0: all and they just give it to some random cab driver later great
1: yeah yeah yeah. they just gave all of it yep cortez has been shown to be very competent throughout the whole movie except for this one scene where she just gives all the money to this cab driver (laughs) yeah 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 anyway
0: the most accurate kid moment in the whole movie though is when she walks past the fridge and the pantries she's like they're empty and then Mm. she she hears some rumbling oh they're not empty we've got heaps of fresh food in the safe house now but I'm not gonna eat that no I'm gonna take one of the food satchels
1: put it in the microwave we've got Maccas (laughs) yeah it's very childlike <laughs> to just take all the emergency money instead of the one you actually need. Th- these are very accurate. That's what I liked about the this whole scene is, one, she takes all the money, two, instead of using the fresh food that is just provided for you, grabbing one of the safety rations and immediately using it up.
0: Immediately just having some Mickey D.
1: I like how their safety ration made a burger and fries that had McDonald's branding on it. Yes,
0: because this movie needed some funding, so...
1: Yeah, well, first off, they used the funding well. Second off... It's a safety ration that has branding on it. <laughs> yeah, I know. So that's pretty great.
0: But then a bunch of baddies arrive at the safe house and they're like, we're looking for the third brain.
1: Well, no, no, no. They're not, they're not baddies, Sandro. Oh, sorry. They're from sorry. the OSS or whatever it is. You know, they they work with their parents. They're the good guys. They have a key to get in.
0: Mm, they do have a key.
1: Luckily, the kids don't spot the thumb-thumbs right behind them, because that would have immediately given them away. I
0: know. We get a great action sequence where, yeah, they realize they're bad, they've got to try and run away, they've got some jetpacks that they kind of strap on and they fly around in these tunnels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great action sequence. It's a lot of fun. And the flying also looks pretty good. Even when they're up in the sky, it looks pretty good.
1: It's very Superman. Literally, Cartman uh, Carmen, does yeah. the superhero pose with one fist out. She does, yeah. They, uh, they fly around. They grab the brain back. Mm. Uh, they light the lady agent's hair on fire. Yep. And later on, we see her, her hair has been, like, half of it's been, like, burnt off. And she's just got, like, wisps of hair. Just
0: a mess, yeah.
1: She's just left it as a mess. She hasn't, like, I don't know, shaved it and put a wig on, mm. which would be the more realistic thing, but obviously they wanted to go for, like, a humoristic way of doing it.
0: And also, because it's, it's, it's Junie that lights her hair on fire, as soon as he does that, he says, Ha, ha bad hair day! He's just turned into, like, James, like, like he's <laughs> yeah. just Pierce Brosnan's James Bond now. He's just doing one-liners yeah. constantly. Looks like she's having a bit of bad hair
1: day. <laughs> Pretty metal. As she burns to death, as she burns to death, sh- her hair's on fire,
0: and yeah, they fly away from all the thumb thumbs. The way that they escape them is they land in a clothing store, <laughs> then put the rocket pack on a clothes hanger that then shoots out into the street, and they think that that's where the kids are, so they follow it, and they yeah. uh, and then the kids kind of sneak off into the into the city.
1: They don't just sneak off. They sneak off in new clothes, and then Cartman hugs a random stranger to pretend it's her mother? Yeah, she puts her
0: arm around a Random Stranger and be like, hey mum, and the random stranger's not like uh What the fuck um, is
1: this child doing? <laughs> the the random thinks like, oh yeah, pat you on the head, that's a good child of mine. I was like, what?
0: That was strange. What?
1: That's strange. That's that's the worst part of this entire movie, I'll say. I'll put it here right now. That's the most weird part. At least have the mum, like, or the, the, the woman, like, look to her side and go, huh? <laughs> like, at least have her do that. No, but instead she's like, oh, yep, this is my child, Pat-Pat.
0: So it's just like, this makes it Well, maybe she's blind, and she does actually have kids, but the kids are in the back of the tram.
1: And, the, and her partner's also blind. Yes. Because her partner's right there. So they're both blind, but they're standing at the end of a tram looking outward. Yes. Oh, cool. It makes sense. It makes sense. I don't think so. I think this is bullshit. <laughs>
0: so meanwhile, the parents, they escape, but uh, uh, so they think. They escape, so they think, and they're running through the castle. The floor kind of caves away at one point, <laughs> yeah. but oh, no, it's actually just, this is like a glass floor.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like a like a CGI sort of thing.
0: I like how um they have dinner with Floop, but the dinner mm. is just like... Green Nickelodeon slime.
1: Yummy. Yum. My favourite. I think it's like, it's it's got to be like that superfood stuff. Mm. Where it's got all the proteins and minerals and vitamins that a human needs. Yep. And I bet absolutely 100% that's all Floop ever eats. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, he's
0: probably like a billionaire, right? Yeah, but he also has a breakfast cereal. Actually, yeah, he does have a breakfast cereal. Yeah. <laughs> Why doesn't he eat that?
1: Okay, you're a millionaire off your your breakfast cereal company. Do you eat your own cereal every day, all the time?
0: If I was Papa John's, I would eat Papa John's pizza every single day.
1: Yeah. (laughs) If I
0: was Don Mage, the CEO of Domino's Australia, I would eat Domino's pizza every single day.
1: Here's the thing, you don't because you know how shit it is for your body.
0: Yeah, true. He says it's a good line, which is like, I snap my fingers and my fingers snap you.
1: Ha <laughs> ha, because it's thumbs Because <laughs> it has got the, w- the walking thumb And the thumb-thumbs will break their spines. Right. Exactly. I like this little line of like, it took you 15 minutes to escape. I would have expected better from, you know, top spies like you. <laughs> Which is funny.
0: Oh, yeah, he does some of his show, and we get the song, It's a cruel, cruel world, all you little boys and girls.
1: Yeah, that was nightmare-inducing. I was like, whoa! It's a horrifying song. Yeah. He had, like, eyes floating around him. He was like an image of God. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is his TV show about? His
0: TV show is, like, genuinely upsetting. But the lesson is good. The lesson is believe in yourself. That's nice. That's uh, that's a good lesson. Yeah. But then he's like, alright, so to get to the parents, I need to capture the kids. The kids also have the brains. So we need to get the kids. I'm going to send robot doppelgangers of those kids after them. And we get a pretty cool scene in a playground Mm. where it's Carmen versus robot Junie and regular Junie versus robot Carmen. Pretty good fight scene. I enjoyed that Mm. sequence
1: a lot. I like Carmen's like repeatedly trying to beat up the robot Judy, but robot Judy is made of like steel. So she's literally like punching and headbutting a steel robot. Yeah. So she just hurts herself twice, even knocking herself out temporarily. That that was quite amusing. I thought uh, the actor play good, played it very well.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely. It was so well,
1: I, I even gave a hearty chortle.
0: Oh, I was chortling throughout the whole movie. But, but that sequence in particular, mm. I did indeed go, Yeah, it was good. They steal the brain, though. <gasps> they steal the brain off the kids, take it over to Mr. Floop, and then Mr. Minion is like, oh, nice brain you got there. Would be a shame if I turned out to be the
1: real villain. Oh my god, he takes off his glasses and he's slightly more menacing. Mr. Minion. Ah! Mr.
0: Alexander Minion becomes the main villain.
1: Yeah, and he's like, Oh, don't need your genius anymore, Floop. Because I've got the final bit of the robots, so don't actually need you anymore. That was a good twist. I forgot about, about that twist. I completely forgot. Yeah, no, I completely forgot as well. All I remember from the movie was that Floop was a good guy at the end. Yes. So, so I'm um, <laughs> I'm not sure how in my mind I managed to f- like manage the story mm. in my head. If Floop is also the bad guy, how can he be the good guy as well? You know?
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: But it it turns out he was betrayed, and he was actually a good guy the entire time. He just wants to do his kids' show.
0: Yeah, he just wants to be an entertainer, which, you know,
1: is great. Yeah, but also, he consented to having secret agents of the government turned into horrible, monstrous creatures. Yeah. Just to exploit them for his TV show. I feel like he's not a good person and shouldn't (laughs) have gotten away with this. But they're just like, oh, you helped us this one time. You're a good guy now. Okay, you're fine. I mean,
0: though, the CIA also works like that, though. They were like, oh, you were a Nazi? That's fine. Come work on the space program with us. Yeah. <laughs> so I think spy organizations have a history of doing this.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying it's not right, though.
0: <laughs> I know absolutely
1: not. Yeah, yeah.
0: I just drew a line between Nazis working on NASA and the movie Spy Kids <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
1: And Floop And Floop So yeah the kids go and find their real uncle after the brain is taken off them by the robots. They go to Machete, but he doesn't want anything to bloody do with them. Oh I love Machete. Machete's great because he's he's actually a big old sweetheart. Oh he you is. Know? we get multiple scenes so he's like first off he's like fuck off kids get out of here and then yeah. they're like yeah but where are your 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 nieces and nephews and he's like uh fine here, I'll show you some stuff.
0: I'll show you some gadgets. I'll feed you some mm. pig intestines.
1: Mm, yummy pig intestine. I didn't remember that at all. They said it just had, like a pig's head on the table. It's great. But then he, like, he like gives them a room. Yeah. And, like, tucks them in.
0: Here's the thing, though. Mm. Machete obviously gets a spin off. He's got two spin off movies where he's out there murdering people. I've never seen them. I don't. If we do the Spy Kids, the, the rest of the franchise on Patreon, we're going to also have to do Machete.
1: Yeah, obviously. And I'd be very happy to watch them now that I am an adult. I think the only reason I haven't seen them is because when they came out, I was still partly a child.
0: Yes. But, like, I don't know. Are they prequels? Because the character of Machete, I mean... The second movie of Machete opens with a trailer for Machete 3, which is called Machete Kills in Space. So I'm assuming that if it's the same character, he goes to space after the events of the Spy Kids trilogy. Yeah. Which means that he was a murderer this entire time. He was a dangerous man.
1: Oh, yeah. I I totally expect him to be a murderer. Mm. A horrible horrible human being but secretly a bit of a sweetheart you know he's he's a big old softy inside
0: there's just a bunch of things that don't entirely add up because then you've also got the actress that plays carmen she shows up in the machete too as a different character you've actually got the guy that plays the fake uncle in spy kids he plays machete's actual brother in the movie Machete.
1: Oh, okay. So I that's don't know if it confusing. is actually
0: a spin-off or if it's just name only.
1: I don't know. Yeah, that's really weird. I'll have to watch it then because, yeah, if they bring actors back but as different characters, that's very weird. That's very weird. I'll have to watch it because then, obviously, maybe that's not connected.
0: It's quite vague. It's quite vague. I like to think that they are connected. Oh, Because that means that this wholesome character in this movie is just an absolute murder machine. Yeah. <laughs> which I love that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I love that as well.
0: But I don't know if they actually are spinoffs. Who knows? Um, in my
1: heart of hearts, he's absolutely a, like a psycho murderer with, yeah. a, with a heart of gold.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he does have a bit of a heart of gold in particularly the first spinoff.
1: Oh, okay. Very good. Very good. Yeah. So they, they steal the plane and a whole bunch of his tech. Yep. And what does he do? He smiles and waves them off. He's like, haha, you got me, kids. See you later. And
0: they fly off to Floop's Castle, but the plane just like, they are wrecking it. Yeah. They're trying to fly it, but the wheels are flying off. They
1: smash it, they break off both wings, and yeah. they break off the landing gear. And then they literally have to jump out of it because it just explodes into a cliff. <laughs> it's great. How did how did the, the, the fluke's Castle not notice that? That
0: was a question I had as well, because the plane flies right into the castle and explodes. So I don't know how they didn't... Yeah. Well, because it was the rocks. It wasn't the castle itself.
1: Yeah, it wasn't the castle itself. And maybe it was because it was going too fast and it was too small. Maybe. Maybe it didn't show up on radar. It was a decent explosion, though. I feel like they would have heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something maybe... I feel like they should have been on high alert or something. Yeah. Or they should have had that one scene where the guy's like, we felt the. there was a small explosion down here. We don't know what it was. Mm. We should keep an eye out or something. Something like that. But anyway.
0: They uh, they sneak into the castle via an underground well. We get the classic joke... Oh, oh, God. The water uh, has suddenly gotten a bit warmer in this cave. And Junie's like, oh, that's because I peed. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, we haven't talked about how to understand the mutated spies. You've got to record them and then reverse it.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how they figure out that the spies have been mutated into floops, Yeah. Child TV show monsters is that you, uh, reverse, uh, what they're saying, and they, like, the first recording's like, Floops! Got us captured! Help us! Help us! Help us! Or whatever, which is, uh... That's great. As a child, was terrifying. And so that the kids, like, sneak up to the captured spies, and, like, they're hanging from the ceiling, so they, they wind down...
0: Yeah, they Mission Impossible <laughs> and they, Yeah,
1: they Mission Impossible down, <laughs> talk to the guy, record the conversation go back up, and then replay it uh, going uh, backwards. Yeah. And it tells them, oh, your parents are in the dungeon, you've got to go save them.
0: And so, uh, yeah, it is rescue mission time, uh, but before they can get to the parents, they've got to fight the doppelgangers again. (laughs) The
1: doppelgangers spend a lot of time not beating up the children. Yes. And just showing off. Yes. First, they do, like, a run-up-a-wall-kick-flip-slam-down mm-hmm. to be very intimidating. Oh, that's, of
0: course, the line where Carmen goes, oh, shitake mushrooms.
1: Hey. And Sandro, Sandro, you've been bringing stuff back this year but this time, oh. I want to bring something back. You're flipping the script. I'm flipping the script. You know, I'm bringing back. I'm bringing. Oh, shiitake mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing it back. You're bringing it back. I did because like I was that like, line, oh, that's yeah. a great. That's a great one liner. Because obviously, I remember sugar honey iced tea. Damn, that's, that's the that's one I fashion. usually go for yeah. default. But I, I didn't remember this as a child. I was like, because obviously as a child, I didn't get it because I didn't know the no-no words.
0: Mm.
1: But now I'm bringing it back.
0: Oh, shiitake mushrooms. Oh, I do gee. like that line as well because I thought that she actually swore for a second then. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I laughed at that moment. I was like, I didn't remember that.
0: That's great. That was good. They help break out the parents. Antonio Banderas has been turned into one of the mutants, so they've got to get him turned back. Yeah. Which yeah. mainly happens off screen, but you know, yeah, it, was, yeah, yeah. it was quite cool.
1: Oh yeah, Judy instantly sort of recognizes his creature and then it's like, oh my god, it's Dad. It's Dad
0: Well, yeah, cause the creature he's turned into is based off a drawing from the start of the movie that Junie made, which I quite like. Mm. Then they confront Mr. Minion.
1: They they bait Minion down by having Judy copy uh Floop's voice. Yeah. Cause I think I think Floop's gone and messing with the, the controls for the kids now.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, he's trying to he's trying to make the kids learn how to be good. Um so he's yep. off doing that, yeah, while they're getting rid of Mr. Minion.
1: And so Judy pretends to be Floop to bait
0: Minion down. Yes, where they turn him into a horrific monster.
1: Yeah, I like how they do this. I like how they do this. So they they capture him. Obviously, Judy does the copy voice thing. Yeah, back at minion. I love the good old mimic on a mantelpiece. <sighs> yeah, I like how this is the one use they find for it. I feel like that ability was very <laughs> underused. Yeah, it's a very powerful ability because he really can copy is. it perfectly. But anyway. They strap Minion to the warping chair. Yeah. And then give him the button to hold down, because if he lets go, he'll be turned into this monster that they make of him.
0: Yeah, but he wants to be turned into a monster, apparently.
1: Yeah, yeah, but he's like, haha, I don't actually care if I get turned into a monster. Yeah. I thought that was very clever, because he's just like, instead of, you know, sitting here being like, oh, I don't want to get turned, you know. Yeah. He instead instantly, as soon as they leave, is like, boom, I'm getting turned into a monster.
0: And so he gets turned into a much more humanoid-looking monster than the rest of the mutants, except he's got uh, three faces growing out of his main face. Mm. One out the top two out each ear and then his hands as well they've got other hands growing out of them
1: they've got an extra uh, pair of hands on his hand so he's got 15 fingers on each 15 hand
0: fingers each hand you can do a lot with 15 fingers on each hand mm. so um i actually think he's probably better off like flip
1: off a guy three times with one hand exactly <laughs> yeah
0: so yeah, he's now an evil monster guy, and uh, he shows up again in the throne room, and is like, haha, you thought I didn't want to be turned into a monster, actually I did, and you guys, the Cortezes, you're in big trouble, because here comes the Spikehead army, and all the robots rock up, they've got him cornered, mm. and the Cortezes are ready to fight, but they're outnumbered.
1: Yeah, yeah, because... Dad comes up with a plan. He's like, alright, I'll take a hundred on the left. Wife takes a hundred on the right. Carmen takes a center left. And Judy takes the center right. Mm. And we should be fine. But... As we we know, because they've said it multiple times in the movie, there's 500. There's 500 kids. They wanted kids. an army of 500. So Judy's like, ah, but dad, that still leaves 100. And then boom, who comes through the window? It's Uncle Cortez. Smashing through.
0: And he's like, I'm here to help.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh shit, we're going to see them take on 100 invincible robots each. Hmm. I don't think this is going to go so well for them.
0: But then the kids—they've been reprogrammed to be nice, and so yay! they storm all the bad guys and just throw them up in the air? Question mark. Which is a weird way to defeat them. Yeah. But yeah, yay! The day is saved.
1: Good work, Floop. Da <laughs> da 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 da
0: And Antonio Banderas. And Machete, they hug it out. They're like, why do we hate each other? I can't remember. Neither can I. And then Machete just cries on his shoulder.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so great. He's such a big oh, sweetheart. Danny Train. And then he, he breaks down because he's like, oh, I'm with my brother. And, and, and Antonio Banderas is like, he's, he's emotional. He's mm. emotional, just give it a mm. say. Latinos. <laughs> yes, that's right. I liked that. Uh, that was funny. Uh, that was and yeah, funny.
0: that is the end of the movie. Everyone's learned a lesson about family and not lying to your family or leading the double life or whatever. Mm. Um, all of Junie's warts are gone because he believes in himself now. He's more confident in himself. Ah,
1: uh, yeah, because he was getting warts because he was sweaty and he was sweaty because he had fear. Yes. But now he is not fear anymore so he
0: can become a Jedi. Yes, exactly. Uh, he would have been a much better Anakin and Phantom Menace. He would have been too young when Phantom Menace was shooting, yeah. obviously, but he would have been a better Anakin.
1: He could have been a good, uh, good um, young Annie. Uh, oh yeah, and
0: all of the robot spy kids, they're now superheroes. They're out in yeah, the world saving yeah. lives and never referenced again in any of the sequels.
1: Oh, I think they are referenced in the sequel. I don't remember how, but I remember they are in it somehow. I'll have to. I'll, I would have to watch it again gonna have to, to, to it? see what they did. Because I remember the that there was something where I remembered that they're there, but I don't know what they do or how they explain what they're doing. Yeah. But yeah, George Clooney calls them up and is like, "Hey, we need you for a mission." And the parents are like, "Oh, sorry, we got to take care of the things." And he's like, "Not you, <laughs> fuckface." <laughs> I need the kids. The kids are great. The kids are way better than you two. You two fucking idiots. (laughs) You two literally look like spies. The kids are just kids. You can send them anywhere. Yeah, no one suspects kids. This is great. And then the kids are like, sorry, but we only work as a family now. Because there's nothing more powerful than family. family. And then Vin Diesel and and then nods for the corner. Di- oh,
0: you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it ends. It ends with just some great music. I love the soundtrack for the movie. Although I must say, mm. I don't know if you stayed for the credits. but after I did the, stay for it. Yeah. The electropunk song about Spy Kids that they played during the credits. Mm. That was a little rough. But I enjoyed it. And there's
1: also a post credit sequence. I forgot about it, which is yeah. nothing. That's why you, you forgot about it and I forgot about it. It was just like a look through the hallway of the castle. Yeah. And that was it. That was it. Well,
0: because I remember in, is it Spy Kids 2? There's a post-credits featuring the tiny, like, robot that they meet in that movie. Yeah. I remembered that one, but yeah.
1: Well, yeah, because that's Judy's, like, little gadget toy. So it's, like, a constant thing throughout the movie.
0: Anyway, that is Spy Kids right there. Uh, Look, it's a lot of fun. I love this movie. It's really simple. Mm. Um, Perhaps that could be a detriment to it if you didn't grow up watching it. You might be like, this is really, really simple.
1: Yeah, but it's also a kid's film. Exactly.
0: So, like, uh, it's not really a criticism. So here's the thing.
1: I feel like there's a lot of, like, adult things for an adult for this kids film i think there's some some adult jokes that that sort of thing so i was i was pretty uh i was pretty impressed by this movie like i haven't seen it since i watched it as a child Mm. and so so i was expecting the worst but i was pleasantly surprised it's pretty good it is a
0: good one it holds up really well. I, I, I really enjoyed it. it. I think it's still a great film. Again, though, I it's hard for me to be like, is it good if you haven't seen it before and you're watching it for the first time as an adult? I don't know.
1: I would say yes.
0: But I think it would still be pretty fun if you're a fan of spy movies because it kind of, you know, it lampoons yeah. all the tropes. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It has good jokes. It's fun and imaginative, and it's very good, especially, I, I think it's a very good movie for a child. Mm. Oh, definitely. And it's, and it's and it's so, even if you haven't seen it before or whatever, you know, as you can take your child to it. You can watch it as an adult with your child. You might not specifically go out and watch it as an adult, mm-hmm. but with your child, I think it would be a great movie to watch with a, with a child. Definitely. And go back and watch them all. I think it would be a great movie. 100%. So yeah, I'm gonna give this a solid goodie. Yeah, it's a goodie. Solid goodie. I don't know if it, 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 I think it's a really good movie. Mm. I think it's really good. It might be that I have a bit of nostalgia for it. So, so I want to give it an award, but I have that nagging feeling that the only reason I really do is because of the nostalgia.
0: Yeah, I so don't I want to give it the it's... nostalgia award. I feel like yeah, like uh, the our opinions are clouded by nostalgia award. <laughs>
1: Yeah, our opinions are clouded by Nostalgia Award, which it's still a very good movie, though.
0: It's still very good. Um, I was kind of thinking that when I was like watching it as well. I was like, I don't know if this is like the Lion King level of this genuinely deserves a better than a goodie award, or if it's just hmm. my nostalgia.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's better than a goodie. It's definitely a goodie. It's on the upper echelon of a goodie, but my nostalgia pushes it over. Exactly. So I want to give it the nostalgia award for sure. So the clouded by nostalgia award, clouded by nostalgia. That's a bit a bit long. I just shortened it down to nostalgia award. It's true, but I feel like if it's
0: like the nostalgia award, it's like oh, you're just giving awards out because you know, of nostalgia. you or you sh- yes, or you're just the Force Awakens.
1: Absolutely, I will. But yes, clouded by nostalgia is is a good good award then.
0: That doesn't mean negative because we're still giving them no, an award, no, no. which means we think it's great.
1: We think it's great. Mm
0: but Clouded by Nostalgia
1: Award for Spy Kids, I, I, I really like that. I think that's a good... I think yeah. that's a really good award. Look, we, we watch these movies through nostalgia lenses, but the movies were still good through the... Like,
0: yeah, surprise.
1: I, I peeked over I peeked over There's some criticisms I have of this movie, but I still <laughs> think this is, uh, this is a good movie.
0: There's some small things. What I want to know, though, is, you know, as a kid, I preferred Spy Kids too. I want to know if I prefer Spy Kids 2 as an adult. I want to know.
1: Yeah, I think I will.
0: I think I will as well, because I prefer adventure movies, I think.
1: I think because, so the first one didn't have that, like, super budget where they thought this was going to do really well.
0: Oh, the second one has the same budget as the first one. Really? It's like 35 yeah. Huh. But I think technology slightly improved.
1: It's interesting. Yeah, maybe they have more confidence in the franchise. I don't know. That's interesting. We'll I'll have to see.
0: But, yeah, maybe over summer we'll do a series. We'll do Spike Kids 2, Spike Kids 3, Spike Kids 4, Machete. Ooh, yes, Machete. Patreon.com forward slash Pod for uh, all of that. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Kyle. I'm Steven. I'm Taylor. And I'm Dakota. And together, we're Tall Dwarf Tavern, a Dungeons & Dragons role-playing podcast. Our current season is set in the world of Zendikar from Magic the Gathering, so you can get two nerd properties for the price of one. Even though you asked for neither. So come along and enjoy a tale of epic adventure dominated by poor humor, crude language, and even worse listening skills in the wonderful land of Zendikar. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform.
1: All right, Sandra, it's time for us to mix this, this spectacular movie we just watched with another one. And I, I have a good feeling about this one. Because I feel like you could put child secret agents Ooh. in almost any of the movies we've done.
0: Yeah. Alright. Crossover segment. We're gonna generate a random number. Whatever number it lands on. Movie we covered on that episode. Crossover with spy kids, and you're right, it's pretty easy to put yeah. child spies into every film but the few problematic films that we have done from the well, 80s. Yeah,
1: I hope not those ones. That that's that that would be very bad.
0: I'm generating a number. 95 95 is the Terminator! <gasps>
1: oh my god, that's perfect! Oh my god, this that, that that's the series I compare spy kids to. Because cause Spy Kids is, like, the kids' Terminator. What? Literally, because the series goes one, two, three, and, like, most people prefer the second one over the first one because it's such a good sequel. Yeah. Just like the Terminator franchise. Yeah. But the third one is bad, but enjoyable. And then the rest of the sequels are hot garbage. Yes. Just like the Terminator franchise. Just like the Sorry, Terminator uh, franchise. You know, that's, uh, Although the Spy like Kids TV version.
0: show is terrible, whereas the Terminator TV show is actually not too bad. Oh! That's the only difference. That's the only difference. I
1: thought, I thought the TV show of the Terminator was terrible, but... Oh, the uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles?
0: I lo- well, granted, I was a kid, but I loved it.
1: <laughs> ah, there you go, there you go. All right,
0: right. so putting them into that. Also, if you haven't heard episode 95 our review of the, the ter- of the Terminator, that was a fun episode. Go back and check that one out if you haven't heard it.
1: Well, uh, this is the easiest crossover I could ever make. I've already got the whole plot.
0: Well, let's start off with the obvious. George Clooney is like ring 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 ring.
1: Yeah we got robots we need you
0: to take care of, kids.
1: Yeah. Turns out that AI has got a little rogue, that brain. Oh. Or maybe Floop just really fucked up with his reprogramming. Yeah. And just programmed it to be super bad. That's
0: it, because oh, uh, the robots in... Yeah, it's Skynet. It's hard to kind of make an exact crossover, but like, we'll, let's just say we don't really explain exactly how... The Brain and Skynet are connected. We just kind of hint that they are.
1: Here's the thing, though. We know from Terminator that different AIs eventually take over the worlds, if not Skynet, then other oh, ones. Oh, I
0: forgot about the last Terminator movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. I didn't though. This Sandro is merely just another timeline, mm. and that's why I'm saying this is so easy because this is the timeline where the brain takes over. This oh, is the brain and it's called Skynet. the third brain. And that's the AI that's taken over. And the Terminators, instead of being, you know, adult Terminators, (gasps) they are child Terminators.
0: So in uh, Terminator 3, there's a deleted scene where we see the, the, the human that the Arnie Terminator is based off. Yeah. Which then means that, yeah, whenever a Terminator looks like someone, that image is taken from a person who has existed. Um, yeah. Danny Trejo Machete Terminator. He's going to fight a Terminator that looks <sighs> just like him.
1: Oh, shit! Hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I would say the entire Cortezes. Oh, they all have Terminators. Yeah, they all have Terminators because... The Cortezes lead the resistance in this timeline, and it's the descendants of the Cortezes, yeah. like you know, their grandson or whatever. So
0: Carmen is Sarah Connor. Yes, and her son's gonna lead the resistance or something. Correct. Yeah, cool. I like that. Are they are the kids older? Uh, slightly older. Slightly old. They're still they're still young. And um, they've got to protect and and fight the Terminators. Does Arnie show up? Arnie's got to show up.
1: Yeah, well, it's a Terminator series. But we could have the the good T-100 once again coming back.
0: I'm from a different universe. That's a terrible voice. I don't know what that was. I'm from a different
1: universe. I've got to help you save yours.
0: And speaking of combining universes, Sharkboy and Lavagirl come over from their universe. No, no.
1: I'm vetoing. No. (laughs) No. Put those back. No. (laughs) We could have Terminators that look like them, though. (laughs) Oh. They're not the actual them. It's just like... The AI is like looking for human visages and it sees a poster of <laughs> Shark, Boy, poster and of Shark Boy Love Girl. And it's like, these will do as temporary things. So they have to fight Shark Boy Love Girl. Yes, I'll allow that. Um, and, then, and then Judy can do an impression of uh, Arnold. Oh, Judy does Arnold. I like that. Yeah. And then Arnold is like, stop mimicking my voice. <laughs> and then oh, he's like, stop mimicking my voice.
0: All right, I would watch this. It's called Spy... Spy
1: Terminators.
0: Spy Terminator Kids.
1: Or or Kid Terminators.
0: Kid Terminators Funment Day. Mm, Nope, nope, hate that. That's the tagline. That's the tagline. Get ready for funment day.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh I hate oh, that so much. I hate that, but yes, definitely, that's a tagline.
0: All right, uh, this is a long episode, but let's do some reviews. Let's get angry yes. over this, some reviews.
1: Yes, so this is time for oh, rotten reviews. Normally, I'm on the side of the audience, but man, I hated some of the audience things because they were so good. Dumb. Yeah. And so I go through the Rotten Tomato audience, I get some reviews, Sandro listens to me tell him the reviews, and he has to guess the score that they, they've given. I've been spicing things up a bit now, if you haven't listened recently. Oh, that's I've right. i a new thing. Yeah. I have written one of these reviews. Yes. And Sandro, after listening to all of the reviews, gets, gets a bonus question, he has to try and guess which review I did. Mm-hmm. All right, so Corey says, and I hate this with a lame script and terrible CGI. This is certainly no James Bond.
0: But hang on, it's two thousand and one, uh-huh. and the James Bond movies that came out in two thousand, like in the early two thousands, were the Pierce Brosnan ones. Yeah, which, aside from GoldenEye, had terrible scripts and awful CGI in all of them. Yeah, particularly. His last one, which came out in two th- in 2002, everyone makes fun of the CGI in that movie.
1: Yep. So not only is this comparing it to a series which is completely different, a genre which is completely different, you know, adult films, but it's also just wrong in the fact that they are lame scripted and have terrible CGI. <laughs> this is a bad review. This is the worst review I've ever come across.
0: Oh, that is so... I'm so glad
1: that you were like, yeah, no, this, this is the worst review. And, like,
0: I like those James Bond movies because they're terrible and fun. But- yeah,
1: you're a big fan.
0: But even a fan like me, yeah, yeah. I'm like, they don't know how to hold a candle. This review's got to be 0.5, though, out of 5.
1: Yes, it is. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. it is, because they are dumb.
0: Corey, take a ride on the... Come on, you can do it. (laughs) Corey, you definitely voted for the
1: Tories. (laughs) If you're British. Because
0: Tories, like...
1: Wow. I don't know. That was was painful. Um, Yeah. Alright, David says... Extremely good kids movie with good action and humour. 8 out of 10. That's a... 8 out of 10 is a
0: 4 out of 5... Just a 4 out of 5? Mm, yeah, because 90, like 9 out of 10 is 4.5.
1: But you're right, people are dumb. Mm, or am I just throwing you off because you got it correct and I wasn't expecting you to get it correct? <laughs> I'm going to say it's 4 out of 5, yeah. It's four of five. It is 4 out of <laughs> 5. Yay, another point. <laughs> I thought I thought you might have gone for 4.5 with 8, but no, you, no, uh, no. you looked into that. Yeah, that was smart, that was smart. All right. Lockie says, listen, it's decent. Nothing more overrated, predictable and silly Mm. but still good acting Mm. makes it 3 out of (laughs) 5
0: wow I wonder if it's 2.5 out of 5 and not 3 out of 5 I don't know Sandro what do you think? it's 2.5 out of 5 and I also think you wrote this one (laughs)
1: It's actually three point five out of five. You you wrote this
0: one. Nothing can be this annoying.
1: <laughs> uh, maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> Jason says, "Man, I love these movies as a kid, and watching them again." I can see why they still hold up with jokes I missed as a kid. Mm. Like that sexy thumb nurse. I didn't even want to know why that robot is sexy. (laughs) 10 out of 10.
0: 10 out of 10? Well, 5 out of 5. No,
1: 5 out of 5. It is 5 out of 5. It is 5 out of 5. 5 out of 5, yes. Uh, We have Austin, who says, uh, For once, the critics are right. Fuck whoever thinks this is too cringe to be good. It's a masterpiece for a kids' movie, and one of my favorites growing up. Though the second was my favorite. That's probably your one as well. Mm,
0: your maybe. one is either the annoying one or this I, one. I, I
1: agree. I agree to this one. This one the most, Austin.
0: Uh, I'll say that's
1: probably five out of five. It is five out of five once that's again. Me. Wow, once I, again, I, I got four good. points. That's crazy. Yeah, I kind of just put this one in just because I agreed with it so much. Uh, Brittany says. I think the writers were on acid. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's a fair and it, call. it's just
0: one writer. It's just Rodriguez. Um, yeah,
1: I think he was on acid. See, whenever
0: I hear that, I think that it's more negative. So I think I'll go mm. two out of five. Because whenever I hear, like, mm. oh, I think whoever made this was high on cocaine. It's, uh, it's
1: always kind of, like, leaning negative. Well, you're correct. It's two out of five. Ooh, well five done. points. What am
0: I? This is, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm on a roll. Man, you're, you're creaming through these. And finally, uh, my favorite review I found, which didn't have a name. Mm -hmm. This movie is an absolute unit, (laughs) perfect for aspiring kids everywhere. I vote Spy Kids for Smash Ultimate.
0: (laughs) An absolute unit. I love that. Absolute unit. I like as well, it's perfect for aspiring kids, which is usually a term that's used for, like, I'm an aspiring writer. I'm going to watch this movie because I'm an aspiring writer. So, I like to picture people who just really want to be kids watching this movie (laughs) to show them how to be kids. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I also would vote for Spy Kids for Smash Ultimate. I think that would be... Five out of five. It's five out of five. Well done. Hey, I got six points. Six points. Um, Yeah, you got a lot of points. And now you've got to find uh, where where my review is. It was
0: that one that was like three out of five in the review. That was your one because I hated it.
1: (laughs) Nope. Oh That was a legitimate review oh. where they put three out of five in their review, but put three point five at the stars. I hate that. Do you want to have another guess or Well then
0: it's probably the one that you the, the, that is exactly your opinion
1: which is uh, the once I prefer once,
0: the second one everything is good the thumb for once
1: the critics are right fuck off whoever thinks this movie is too cringe to be good it's a masterpiece for a kids movie and one of my favourites growing up though the second was my favourite that's your one probably nope what that's another one I've <laughs> lost two points
0: I've lost two points do I just you've give up you've lost two know.
1: points do you want to have another guess or shall I just tell you which one was mine it's the lady thumb one uh, yeah it was a lady yes <laughs>
0: lady thumb yeah. well that's the episode right there thanks for listening And as always uh, if you want to help out the show if you like the show that much and you're like oh I want to help out super easy just share it with a friend just be like hey friend did you used to watch Spy Kids and your friend will be like no I'm 50 years old <laughs> Yeah. why would I have w- watched Spy Kids and you're like oh fair enough Here, have a listen to two Aussie lads talk about it. And your friend will be like, I do love Aussie lads talking about kids' movies. Yeah. And they will listen to the show. Uh, You can also review us on iTunes or on Spotify. That helps out. We're on YouTube as well. Drop us a comment uh, if you want. We'll probably read it out. I don't know. You can email us. We're on uh, Facebook and Instagram as well. You can message us there. All the links in the episode description. Plus, patreon.com forward slash Pod. Uh, if you want to drop us a dollar, that will get you ad-free episodes of this show. Five US dollars a month, though. You'll get some bonus episodes, like uh, Police Academy 7, out right now. Mm. Bonus battle between Resident Evil, uh, Welcome to Raccoon City, and Uncharted. And uh, coming up in May, we've got some bonus episodes of Death Row Game Show Ooh. and Hard Ticket to Hawaii.
1: Th- thanks to our podcasting network... That's Not Canon Productions. Good on them. Yeah. Good stuff. And uh, our fantastic intro music man.
0: Mmm, Mr. Josh Cake. Yeah. Mr. Josh Cake, who was doing heaps of gigs. uh, Check him out. Around Melbourne, so check him out. Now it's time for you to pick next week's episode.
1: All right, Sandra. Tell me what options have I got.
0: The movies that came out next week in 2001 are Along Came a Spider. All right. It's the second film in the Alex Cross series with Morgan Freeman playing a detective man. He's got to try and solve the case of a senator's kidnapped daughter. That sounds weird. You also got Blow, a biopic about cocaine smuggler George Gung.
1: It, oh, oh, it is, it is what I thought. Yeah, oh, it is about Blow. Uh,
0: he's played by Johnny Depp in the movie.
1: Ooh!
0: <laughs> he always plays like. Drug smugglers. Uh, I've seen him do quite a few of those roles. Mm, mm. You've got The Day I Became a Woman, three short films depicting different stages in the life of Iranian women. Mm, okay. It's quite artsy. Yeah, it sounds artsy. Just visiting a medieval knight and his serf travel to the 21st century to meet <laughs> his descendants. <laughs>
1: Oh, I've got a strong contender now. <laughs> Those other movies better be good, because oh, I'm very tempted to just pick that one immediately.
0: Oh, no. What about Yamakazi? A French movie Ooh. about the OG parkour crew Yamakazi doing heists and stuff.
1: I don't know. I don't know. That uh, sounds interesting. Not as interesting as the last
0: movie. Not as interesting as that. Well, maybe the final one will get your attention. It is Pokemon Three: The Movie.
1: Oh, Pokemon! Pokemon 3. Oh. We do we could do a Pokemon movie. Yeah. Oh, well that other movie sounded pretty good. That sounded like it would have been good fun.
0: You don't even know what we you don't even know wanna know what the Pokemon movie is about. You're just like Pokemon.
1: Yeah, well yeah, wow. it doesn't matter. The the plot doesn't matter of the fucking Pokemon movies. It's just fucking an ash running around with Pikachu. It doesn't no one gives a shit. No one gives a shit. But there's Pokemon happening. Who knows? Is it Mewtwo? Is it Regigigas? I don't fucking know. It's the unknown. It's it, that's interesting because the unknown Pokemon are one of those mysteries that I'm sure I could google as to what they were about but I never did as a child All right but you are familiar enough with Pokemon right yeah yeah, yeah. i've I've played quite a few of the games I um, very I still play it to this day I play like a little bit of competitive on wow. Smogon and uh, wow. showdown you know wow. So I'm, so I'm a big fan. Uh, I would say I'm a huge fan. See, the problem was, as a child, I never grew up with it. Mm. But as an adult, I was like, oh, man, I really want to play a Pokemon game. So I've gone back and I've played all the Pokemon. Like, I watched the TV show. I love Pokemon TV show, okay. but I never got to play it. And now I get to play it all the time. So I do.
0: Well, that, that, that's good that you're familiar with it and you can also pick it. Because I'm not familiar with it and I wouldn't pick it.
1: <laughs> oh, 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 you have no... I Wait. You've not played the Pokemon games? Oh, no, no. You've not watched the I've show?
0: Played, I've played uh, Pokemon on the Game Boy. Okay. That was back when I w- was playing Pokemon. And uh, I've seen maybe clips of the TV show and gone, I'm too old for this. <laughs> so...
1: Whoa. Wow, you haven't even seen the show. Uh, okay, yeah. All right. Oh, I was thinking about picking the other one, but now I guaranteedly want to pick the Pokemon just because I want to see your thoughts on it. All right. Along with mine.
0: Pokemon 3, the movie. Because
1: oh. I, I thought we were just going to be like, oh, we, we've both played Pokemon. Oh, this movie's garbage or great or whatever. But now, now we have a perspective of one that's not super into Pokemon. Yeah. So there you go.
0: Great. I'm very excited to be out of my depth for like 2 hours next week.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, I can't wait to try and explain to you Pokémon moves. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm going to teach you how to play. You know what? We we should play some Pokémon uh to 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 help you learn mm. the, everything for this movie to gear you up.
0: I'm just going to play Charizard, Charizard and just lightning lightning breath everything.
1: <laughs> You're a funny boy. I see what you <laughs> did there. You tried to bait <laughs> me with that one. Uh, well, well, I could, of course, play the mimic
0: and just be Junie from the movie we saw. Mimicking everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm going to play Heatwave. Hit- <laughs>
1: I was about to say, you you want to be Ditto. Ditto, yeah. You want to use Ditto and change it into a thing. But no, Heat Wave is definitely a great fire Pokemon.
0: All right, we'll do that next week. Uh, wrap it up with the best quote from Spy Kids. My favorite quote, I think, is uh, is when Carmen is like, Wow, we are definitely going to be late for school.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's a good quote. Uh, I, have, I, I have my favorite one here, mostly because I didn't get to say it earlier. So they're gearing up in the spy house, and uh, uh, Judy puts on some glasses, and he immediately goes, Ew, gross! And Cartman goes, Oh, well, what do you see? And he goes, You. <laughs> 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 Lol. Lol. Bottom. <laughs>